it's morning. And that means it's time for the Rotten Mornings Podcast. The best way to start your morning off rotten. And welcome back to another episode of Rotten Mornings, more the podcast. Morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, I'm Scott. I'm Matt. I'm Brandy. And I'm Grim. And we're all jazzercised to be here. Nope. We are jazz hands to be here. I hate you. We are plastic straw to be here. You're just gonna keep saying words, aren't you? Lawn care. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're up to like episode eighty eleven or something on this podcast. Podcast? So. Are we doing the podcast? No, this one. Podcast? Pod- podcast! Okay. All right. Now that we cops were on their way because we were filming this in a wee woo in a in a wee woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is Thank that the you. same as a wee-wah? It's a, it's a wee-wah, wee-woo. It's, that's what happens when you're down at wee-wah. Wee-wah, wee-wah. Cool. Well, we've got some uh, really exciting stuff coming up. we got some stuff that just happened uh, last night. If y'all got to check out the live. Had a really good live last yeah, night. Yeah, that was horrible. I died twice. I pooped a lot today. I just pooped. Actually, I've only pooped In the once, kitchen. but it was weird. Because okay. it was like on this guy's car. Brandy, I pooped in your kitchen. So okay. To, uh, last night had had a super cool live where uh, Grim died twice. Though that's always awesome for me. And then today everybody's poop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: I didn't even uh, try the stuff that you guys were trying last night. I've been pooping up a storm myself. Wow. So uh, contagious. I am pooping vicariously. Every one of you that's listening, don't catch the poop. Don't worry, they will. <laughs> I started the, the episode out with a brown note, so. Pooping up a storm. Pooping that up a, a storm. shit storm. That is a shit storm. <laughs> um, as always, guys, if you haven't already uh, checked out the the reels that are up on the Facebook now, we encourage you guys to go and check those out. Make sure you comment and like them, too. Yep. Yeah, that helps us out a ton. Uh, if you guys, uh, it, it, and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to write a soliloquy. If you just put a, a smiley face in a comment, uh, you know, really just anything helps. But definitely at least give us a like. I, I try to go through there. and Hell, you can even up. put up an angry face. We we'll yeah. probably talk about you. We, we encourage We got those. a TikTok comment on one of those reels the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was these two have daddy issues. Nice. I was like, wow, Daddy Issues made it all the way to Facebook. Get some better jokes. Get <laughs> better insults. Insults. <laughs> That's what, oh man, there's just fucking volumes we could go off on that, that subject alone. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, we're going to move forward now. Uh, what, are we, what can people expect coming up this week in, in the rotten world? Disappointment. Yes, that's that sounds about week. right. You yeah, know, that's not we, that's not the news though. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not the old. News, yeah. <laughs> the olds. <laughs> that's the that's the standard expectation. Is well, we are slowly but surely putting together the next episode of Rotten and Grim Kids. Okay, um, we've been working on that. Um, also been uh working on little segmented videos for each one of the popcorn flavors that will have. 
some shots from the uh, people that make the, the personality of the popcorn. It'll explain the popcorn a little bit more and it'll have the clip from the live that we did. So then that way people can find us talking about their popcorn because if you wanted to in the past, you had to go through like all of our lives and figure out which one you were on. And literally no one wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> so, we uh, don't even want to do yeah, that. We're, we're pretty much hating that right now. Uh, also, I'd love to give uh, a shout out to uh, Dozer, who is uh, Duck Kid Dozer on YouTube. Uh, he made a video compilation of some of the stuff going on at ARCs uh, when we were up there. And From my bloody Valentine. are 100% in that video. 100%. Dozer yeah. is awesome. Dozer kicks ass. Uh, I've heard really good stuff about him, uh, and that's super awesome. We love any, anybody who's a part of this family, this extended family that's that's doing stuff, and uh, we all try to support each other, right? So that's uh, that's pretty phenomenal. Uh, also, uh, you know, with, to harp on this, go get you a T-shirt. Uh, yesterday when we went to Hellbilly Hollow, we had a makeup meeting, and uh, we all, me and Brandy and Jacob, had me and Brandy and Grimm's faces on different respective shirts. Yes, I was wearing Matt's face, he was wearing my face, and Jacob was wearing Grimm's face. Not like in a chainsaw massacre. Type I was going to say, is Grimm, that the sh- no. Grimm what shirts were you wearing? <laughs> wearing her face with her podcast shirt. Podcast! Oh, my sweet lantern. And she tried to show it off on live, and we had to keep her from pulling her shirt up. Yeah. <laughs> Almost stripped. <laughs> uh, I see that you're wearing one of the newer shirts. I am. I've got the uh, Brandy's Haunted Bookshelf shirt here. Mm-hmm. And you're wearing the, 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 the five clowns shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With all of our the faces. five imbeciles. Yeah. Uh, I like that shirt. Uh, I, was, well, I had a, the Rotten Morning shirt on earlier this morning, the first Rotten Morning shirt. And now I don't have it on. It's been a strange morning. Your face right here, it's like, ooh, you're doing something bad. I like it. Ooh. <laughs> My face is feed me Seymour. Yeah. <laughs> and Carrie's face Chops is food in not interested in being in this shot. <laughs> we miss Carrie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Cool, cool, cool. Um, hey, I'd like to take a, a second. We don't normally do this, but we did just recently watch uh, the Netflix Chainsaw Massacre. Awesome. Uh, and I, I'd like to say that it was a well-done movie. The gore was really good. Uh, I think it is. it harkens back to old-school slashers where you don't need a lot of explanation and all that shit. It's just about crazy killer guy going after people because they're there. They're um, there. He's crazy. But explained. I like that it focused a little bit more on his personal existence because his family was, there was nobody else. Like, all the other families dead now except for uh, him. Somebody told me Gunter Hansen was in that. Like, he's not the guy that plays the Chainsaw Massacre. No. Though. But somebody told me he's in that. Uh, maybe I saw it on the article. See an old man at a gas station? At the gas station maybe, maybe he might be the guy who was at the gas station that makes the phone that would, call. That would be the cameo that, that you'd be looking for. Um, but uh, I thought it was good, but I also think it's very stupid. Like, if you're going into this to see a really smart movie, you're you're not going to find it here. It should be a gore fest. Though. Yeah, it was a gore fest. Probably more so than a lot of the other Chainsaw Massacres were with some of the stuff that they did. For, but there was also a lot of, like, human activity yeah. that was 
dumb as shit. Like, it's the dumbest of things that they do. Is it the uh, the Geico commercial where they're hiding behind the chainsaws? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Love that. Which which makes me want to go, I really want to see another Leslie Vernon film. Dude, I, every time I see that, I think Leslie Vernon. That damn commercial makes me think of Leslie it's, Vernon. Oh, it's so good. Uh, that's awesome, man. I think the the first film, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll get some pushback on this, but I think the first film was as much thriller as it was horror film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there were some weird aspects of resurrection and, and weird stuff that just kind of was in there but didn't necessarily add to it as Am much. Am I wrong about the fact that the Chainsaw Massacre only kills one person with a chainsaw in the first movie? I don't remember him killing a person with a chainsaw. The guy in the wheelchair. Ah, yeah. I think that's the only person was that, that gets the, killed. Was by. that in the original or the uh-huh. remake? No, the original. Original. Because she's trying to push him away from and then, like, she can't get him, and then, boom, he's there, and he just sticks the chainsaw straight into the yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, so it's really the Texas Chainsaw Kill One Dude. Killed One Dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Texas Chainsaw uh, Killer of One Guy. <laughs> yeah, Massacre is kind of a broad statement. It but is. Yeah, okay. It is, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I don't know how many people it takes to be considered a massacre. Yeah, well, I can tell you this. Uh, the Chainsaw Massacre movie that just came out definitely has massacre on it. Good. Now, I have massacred a Mexican buffet. Yeah. Uh, you and can I'll just take, take Mexican off that, really. Uh, I could. Those poor kids. But, uh, <laughs> that but, was a birthday party. <laughs> but for me, a, a murder of a Mexican bar, bar, barfay. Barfay. <laughs> I love barfay. Mm, I'd like my barfay with poo on top. Uh, it, it takes seven tacos because six tacos. Ta- 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 oh wow! I'm glad that I'm glad we, I'm glad we did our word practicing before yeah. we. Yeah, I'm not recording this. Uh, is uh, six tacos is a light snack? Seven is a massacre. I don't. I think seven's just considered a murder, right? Uh, if it's crows, <laughs> taco rhymes with grow. Uh, so guys. Um, if you haven't seen the first episode of Rotten and Grim Kids Season 2, definitely go check that out. And uh, what we really hope with Rotten and Grim Kids and, and with this vast uh, community of people, uh, we'd like to get you involved in some of this yes. stuff. Indeed. Uh, we have a, we've got a, a new skit from our friend Punks. Okay. Uh, we've got videos from everybody in core that's going to be uh, what, for a, 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 most of the people in core that are going to be uh, featured in this one, and that's a lead into the next left hand black video that we're working on. Um, yeah, I have been shooting lots of video for strips. I'm just working on strips. We have 40 episodes of strips to produce this year, <laughs> which means I've got. 20 episodes of of strips to produce so uh that's pretty much where what i've been using for these scott's stories. focusing on the stuff we've got due in september Correct. well i've got eight different projects on my table that i need done tomorrow <laughs> yep so i'm gonna work in shooting some of strips aka using the stuff i shot in the past few weeks for strips. most <laughs> likely we'll be filming strips in september and october yeah, that's. I mean, that's a or fair. Or the, the day of. I mean, I only have like that's what two I meant. websites to retool, which I don't have any clue what I'm doing when it comes to that. No fucking clue. Um, yeah, lots of stuff. 
He's not fucking the clues. Good times. So, uh, anything else coming up this week? I don't think so. Uh, well, uh, guys, that's been your Rotten News segment. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a, a small little uh, snack break while I get some snacks. And go broke. <laughs> go broke getting snacks. And, and break. And we have triumphantly returned. Amazingly, our commercial that we had scheduled from our wonderful sponsor was pulled at the last moment. Due to censorship issues and the fact that they didn't pay us to put that ad in there. Yes, yeah, so we censored it. Yeah. <laughs> so by erasing it, <laughs> by, by deleting uh, the the entirety of it. Now uh, back on our uh, this of course this season is all about holidays and and some of the weird roots and weird origins of holidays. And today we're talking about Valentine's Day. No, we're not, no. you idiots. We did Valentine's that. Valentine's Day was canceled. Today we're talking about Mardi Gras. Yes. Mardi Gras. <clears throat> Which uh, was news to me because I thought we were doing a different one, so I'm wholesale unprepared yes. to talk about the Mardi Gras leprechaun. You're the one who picked it. <laughs> no, you know what You know what Brandy said when she heard that you'd picked Mardi Gras? She was like, oh good, that's one that, that's got, like, it has a close, like, existence to me. He knows a lot about <laughs> it's, it's it's not untrue. It seems like your previous comment means that it's untrue. I just I, I, I usually uh do a lot of research before these episodes. I dig deep, I go to the library, I check out some ancient tomes. That's a Taco Bell. Okay. Uh, and you're reading hot sauce packets. Okay, it's but they're sometimes the they're pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> will you marry me? Yes I will, Taco. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling us you're not the Mardi Gras expert? No, I'm not oh, we're gonna telling you that. this episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been uh, Rotten Mornings. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you haven't enjoyed it, well, stay, stay tuned. Stay anyway. <laughs> uh, Mardi Gras is a, a celebration of things. Yep, and uh, <laughs> we're uh, just going to keep letting you plow through this. Yeah, no, it's good, good. It. I'm glad we we celebrate the fuck out of of, of Mar- Marty of Mar- what is it Martin's grass? Martin's grass. Martin's grass it. every week, year every year, and we have a lot of fun with it. Uh, Mobile, Alabama, uh, claims to be the original uh, Mardi North Gras, American version, home yeah. of the yeah North American. Mardi Gras, and uh, of course I work in Mobile, and right now I just left Mobile, and uh, the lady at the hotel was like, how did you get a room? And I was like, I don't know, you gave it to me. <laughs> and she's like, everything in this town has been booked up for months, and they're out there every night with the parades, and it's like some of the same parades, there's activities going on all day, like it is a big thing, and a lot of people have a lot of fun with it. I think if I was closer to Mobile, like grew up closer to Mobile, I, I know I, I could have more fun with that, but I didn't. And to me, it's just a lot of people yeah, and a lot of drinking. <laughs> Again, it's it's one of those holidays. I think it's the ones that's that are called holidays that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Anything fair. called holiday. <laughs> I think, so for me, Mardi Gras is this. Um, a lot of people go on a diet on New Year's Day. 
They're going to start the new day out, new year out on a diet. And New Year's, right up before New Year's Day, they eat a fuck ton to pad a their numbers, food, right? Yeah. I'm going to gain 20 pounds real quick, and then on New Year's Day, I can lose 10, and I'm already halfway toward my goal. So Mardi Gras is the celebration that you have before you go into Lent, basically. That's right. That's right. So Mardi Gras and Carnival are the same celebration, technically. Uh, the Mardi Gras technically refers only to Fat Tuesday. The Mardi Gras season actually begins on Epiphany, which is a Christian holiday celebrated on January 6th that is otherwise known as Three Kings Day or the 12th day of Christmas. In Brazil and many other countries, this period between Epiphany and Fat Tuesday is known as Carnival. Whichever name you prefer to use, the revelries of Mardi Gras last until midnight on Fat Tuesday when Ash Wednesday then ushers in 40 days of Lent. So I'm confused about why uh, Christians use a term like fat. <laughs> Isn't it also hateful. called Pancake Day? Yes, it is called Pancake Day. Oh. Uh, I think that there's a reason behind that. Uh, what is called Pancake Day? Mardi Gras Day. Fat Tuesday is called yeah, Pancake Day? Yeah, I think Day? so. Yes. I did not know that. Oh, and for our favorite section of this of this podcast, Graham, how did you celebrate Mardi Gras? Okay. There we go. Quote, Strap unquote, ourselves in. My quote-unquote family did not like Mardi Gras for some reason. I'm guessing that's what it seemed like. But throughout that period of time, from what I remember, they would set out pictures of our dead family members. Wow. And that's all I remember. It's uh, it's called Pancake Day and it's or uh, Shrove Tuesday and it's traditionally a feast before the start of Lent on Ash Wednesday. So eat a bunch of pancakes, I guess. But Just I also pain. had a brother that lived in Mobile for many years and he also did not like Mardi Gras. None of them liked it. My sister goes to the Mardi Gras balls every year uh, because they have the big masquerade balls and those mm -hmm. are uh, apparently from the people who go to them. A lot of fun, and to the people who don't go to them, uh, dumb as fuck. Uh, so those are those are the two sides of the coin. I, I don't know anyone who goes to it and goes, man, this is stupid. I'm never going to do it again. And I don't know anyone who doesn't go to it that goes, I'm never going to go to that. So you got two sides of the. Because it the, seemed like they didn't like it, it made me want to go to Mardi Gras for a long time. I don't care to now, but I, I think there are aspects of the masquerade ball that I think. Uh, appealed to me in certain ways. I like the the elaborate, for no good reason, dressing up, and I also like the concealment. Mm -hmm. The Edgar Allan Poe uh, story, um, the what is cast it? Of Maliado. Not the cask of uh, Amontadalo. It's the, the other mask. one. It's um, the Devourer Worm, the Conqueror Worm. Mm. Thank you, Urza. Thank you, Hamburglar. Did you know you have to take your masks off at like six o'clock by law? Where? In New Orleans. In New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the traditions is flashing people. Yeah. Well, that's more weird. It's a weird thing. That literally started in 89. And they say women exposing the breasts during Mardi Gras in New Orleans, USA, has been documented since eight, excuse me, eighteen eighty nine. When the Times uh, 
Times Democrat declared the degree of immodesty exhibited by nearly all females masqueraders seen on streets. The practice was mostly limited to tourists in the upper Bourbon Street area in the crowded streets of the French Quarter, generally avoided by locals on Mardi Gras Day. Flashers on balconies cause crowds to form in the streets. Interesting. So everybody wants to look at a booby. Uh-huh. And they there's uh, apparently a, show, a social them. studies in it by scientists called ritual disrobement. That sounds that's, fun. That's I mean that's not a that's not uh, specific to just Mardi Gras either. Uh, the ritual disrobement uh, exists in a lot of ceremonies throughout history. Yeah, but I think that they're saying that because it's Mardi Gras and it's a more of a Christian-based idea and stuff like that, that it's a little different because ritual disrobement is more of a pagan idea. Sure. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, Mardi Gras, they've got floats and they've got parades and... And, uh, and masks. Balls. Is Baron Sunday related to Mardi Gras? I don't, I don't know. think so. It, very likely, I but I couldn't tell you. <clears throat> well, I know uh, a popular theory is that Mardi Gras origins lie in ancient pagan celebrations of spring and fertility, such as Saturnalia and Lupercalia, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was the Lupercalia was... But that falls in <coughs> the Mardi Gras celebration yes. time, so we can so, see some of that crossover. But some experts contend that Mardi Gras-type festivities popped up solely as a result of the Catholic Church's discouragement of sex and meat during Lent. Mm. And church reformers may have helped to propagate the pagan rumors in order to dissuade, dissuade pre-Lenten hedonism. Interesting. Wait, yeah, so the church started this and then started preaching well, the against church, people doing it? The church itself didn't necessarily start Mardi Gras celebrations, but they started Lent beginning with Ash Wednesday. And so then people that go to church started these celebrations in order to get all of those things out before going into Lent and having to give them up. In a similar way to how the government uh, put out prohibition, which created the speakeasies, mm-hmm. right? The government, the government didn't create didn't, the speakeasies. Yeah, but the speakeasies are not like people from the government created it. Yeah. Right. But this is people from the church that created a holiday that then the church was like, whoa, you guys are doing all this horribly sinful stuff. Yeah. But it's still directly linked to practitioners. <laughs> From the church, sure. Mm-hmm. The uh, well, it's interesting about reading that. It said like sex and and meat, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I forgot that uh, Lent. Is, I mean, meat's something that's often given up during Lent. But I can't associate, and, and it may just be my ignorance, but I, I don't associate any specific meat with Mardi Gras. When I think Mardi right. Gras, I think of king cake. King cake for and, sure. Well, they have like baby meat, yeah, <laughs> right? Uh, where it's like you find. The baby meat? It's not the baby meat. It's a plastic baby. It's a little plastic baby. baby. (laughs) It's a little, little... 
plastic baby. They don't actually cook babies. And, and I don't, I don't did know. Did it ever come from cooking babies? At no, all? I no, I don't think so. so. I think that the baby actually represents the baby Jesus because it's called King Cake. Oh, well, why would they Because put it's it in based the on the three wise men well, that came to visit. I don't know Jesus. how that started. Um, Matt might be able to find I'm something sure on his. I'm sure it's from eating babies. Uh, but I do know that the current tradition, at least the way people in my I mean, office choose to celebrate it, is the person. Oh, that's true. Whoever finds the plastic baby is responsible for buying the next king cake. Is how the people at my office celebrate that. It anyway. says. There are Mardi Gras parades for dogs in New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and okay, that's not, never mind that. The most popular Mardi Gras dessert is king cake. King cake is circular or braided to resemble a crown, sure. like the king. King. Uh, king cake gets its name from the three kings who visited baby Jesus after the nativity. And then the three king, three king day was one of the starts of... Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Epiphany. the king cake has a plastic baby inside. Whoever finds the baby in the slice of the cake has good luck or has to become the king, has to bring the king cake to the next year's celebration. Um, Every that, year, about 500,000 king cakes are sold during carnival season. Because that's the only time you can find it. It's, yeah. it's the only time you can get king cake is during Mardi Gras or carnival. I probably had the best king cake of my life this year. Uh, it was absolutely stunningly amazing, and it was it was right as they had just come out. It was super fresh. I got one. I don't remember where I got it from, but I got it to uh, for an Applebee's uh, yeah. get together, and I ordered it like offline, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. Yeah, I was surprised at how good it was for just an offline cake. Sure, uh, but uh, the the big New Orleans king cake manufacturers or makers, the ones that distribute it there also have an online division. And that so. might be where it came from, but yeah. it was phenomenal. It's, and it was, it was a long time ago that I did that. Dude, I mean, it's king cake is basically what, a cinnamon roll? Yeah. With, with like, like multicolored a, it's icing a inside It's a glorified cinnamon roll, basically, with, uh, what is it, purple and green and gold sugar. Yeah, and uh, that's something we haven't talked about, that the Mardi Gras colors are purple, gold, and green, Mm -hmm. and each one symbolizes something, each color. Purple is justice, green is faith, and gold is power, which seems like all of those things are in... Are counterintuitive to each other. <laughs> well, especially since they're also since, like, like royalty colors. I was going to yeah. say purple but has always been I always felt like justice royalty. and faith don't go hand in hand. Faith and power doesn't go hand in hand, <laughs> and power and justice do not go hand in hand. Like not all of those things world. are counterintuitive to each other. Yeah. So, is it true <coughs> if you show your boobs, you get beads? That's what that's what in, happens in, in New Orleans. that one area yeah. okay. where people think it's big, but they even city. said like. The people that really celebrate Mardi Gras, they kind of stay, stay away, away from, from that. that. Yeah. yeah, see, that's North Bourbon Street, mm-hmm. and like locals don't. That ain't a place where even during off, you know, yeah, off that's more season, of a tourist that is area. A tourist hole, yeah. and tourists go there and think that they know everything about New Orleans, and do all these things, and the New Orleans natives are like, "Okay, I'm, Matt and I, I'll tell you what you're doing." Matt and I did walk down Bourbon Street the one time we were in New Orleans. This was not during Mardi Gras season. And 
um, we couldn't find anything interesting. Yes, so it's we very went boring. back we just to got the other side of town. Uh, so uh, yes, what now you Matt, found was bars. Yeah, yeah. he did <laughs> find <laughs> a lot of slushy frozen missions. daiquiris. And yeah. I love slushy And missions. we stumbled back to the other side of town. We did once we got to like Tower Records, rest in peace. Definitely not there anymore. Uh, they you started getting more of an entertainment district, yes. like arcades and stuff like that, and, and music. toy shops. But uh, up and oh, down Bourbon, Bourbon Street, songs, even dude. two or three streets in either direction, there's nothing but yeah. garbage. It's, well, uh, it's it's garbage for what our interests are. Yeah, yeah. true. But for true. a tourist who wants to go to a bar. There's plenty of bars. Oh, there are plenty of bars. plenty of live music Frat Boy in Street. those bars. Well, that was one of the things. The thing, yeah. That was one of the things we. I was actually disappointed by is we weren't finding a lot of live music. Yeah. Not either in the bars we were passing or on the yeah, street. Yeah, the bars we, we had were hearing music elsewhere. that was like top ten garbage. Yeah. And then we happened to go to like this building that looked like it was somebody's house that was like a brunch place, oh. and they actually had jazz playing. Yeah. The uh, the strip in Tuscaloosa was very similar in that it was just bars, mm-hmm. but right outside the strip you could find some cooler stuff. Yeah, yeah. true. Not much. Uh, Not much. It's there, still Tuscaloosa. You know, it's <laughs> it's funny. I just thought about this, but we shot a uh, we shot part of a movie in a New Orleans bar in on the strip in Tuscaloosa. Yes. And the guy who owned that bar had played in New Orleans bands. With the father of the guy who was who was who was shooting with, yes, and had also played in bands in New Orleans with uh, my ex girlfriend's dad, and so there's like all these weird like New Orleans. Even though we don't live in New Orleans, I lived in New Orleans briefly, but even though we don't live there, we have all these connections to there. Mm-hmm. Yes, where's my friend? So we did mention, you know, New Orleans is. The place that most people we know associate with Mardi Gras. But you did mention that they are not the ones that hosted the first North American Mardi Gras. So Mardi Gras is actually believed to have arrived in North America on March 3rd, 1699, when the French-Canadian explorer Pierre Le Moyne d'Iberville, or however you say that. Moyne uh, camped about 60 miles downriver from the future site of New Orleans. Knowing it was Fat Tuesday back in France, Iberville named the spot Pointe du Mardi Gras and held a small gala. A few years later, French soldiers and settlers feasted and wore masks as part of Mardi Gras festivities in the newly founded city of Mobile. To this day, Mobile claims to have the oldest annual Mardi Gras celebration in the U.S., and and are very proud of it. Oh yeah, are adamant about that. They are the they are the first in that, um, and and it's 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 really prolific. It's it's neat. Uh, only in New Orleans, and only in Mobile, are there these party superstores that the entire warehouses are full of costumes and beads mm-hmm. and uh, other trinkets that can be thrown from the floats and, and yeah. distributed. But like. It's, a, it's kind of a surreal world that there's this whole business exists just for these events, right? Mm-hmm. No, There's no other purpose for them. There, there's no other contribution to society. It's just a uh, supplying these events with these really, you know, 
can be very elaborate beads and I mean there's very expensive it's interesting uh, a fun fact I saw in here is after cleaning clogged storm drains following the flood of uh, what happened in New Orleans 45 million tons of Mardi Gras beads were cleaned out of the oh, drains oh god 45 yeah. million tons that's and, sad uh, and you know those are those are plastic beads yeah they're not going anywhere yeah so, you know how we were talking earlier about the weirdness of associating Mardi Gras with church stuff? Um, it is celebrated in predominantly Catholic locations around the world, most famously in cities such as New Orleans and Rio de Janeiro. That's weird. Yeah. Here's another fun weird fact. I told you that it was illegal, it was illegal to have your mask on past 6 o'clock. It's also illegal to be on a Mardi Gras pl- float. And not be wearing a mask. Yeah. Interesting. There's a, you know, uh, there's so many. All right, so with the Mardi Gras floats, those Mardi Gras floats represent kind of a union, and they'll say this is this group, and this group representing that, and they have their own ways of partying, and they also have their own right rules of being a part of that. There, it's highly, highly steeped in ceremony, in ritual, and all of that to be a part of any of those major but uh, I groups. Think, like my thing about the mask having to be off by law at six o'clock, and the mask having to be on if you're on the float, and there was never any like social uproar about someone demanding them to wear a mask at some time or not wear a mask at yeah. another time. How weird <laughs> yeah. is that? Yeah. Hmm. How weird is fucking that? <laughs> uh, we people. <laughs> in America, look at Mardi Gras as this big drunken, Matt was saying, like, frat boy kind of party. But, like, uh, you know, people have celebrated this their whole lives. So you'll see, uh, you know, senior citizens out there and they're partying just Showing as hard those as But uh, <laughs> Carnival in Rio de Janeiro is a way more hedonistic oh, party. Yes. It's a, they it's, be fucking. They, they, <laughs> they be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh, also warmer and and a, a, smellier, I'm sure. And it's a lot more, um, you know, skimpier and and it's carnival gets insane. And you know, you were talking about how you don't associate uh, Mardi Gras with meat, with a but you do. Meat, with a yeah. Meat, yeah. Um, the word carnival derives from the Latin carnivare. Which means literally to take out the meat. To take out the meat, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Is that like? Does that mean that we've been flashing boobs and we should be all this whole time? Take like, out fla- the meat. Flashing <laughs> penises. <laughs> I mean, that's how I get most of my beads. <laughs> Anal beads. <laughs> uh, but you know, like it's it's funny though because you know carnival is yeah been every time a I think about you taking your penis off beads come off me called yeah. sweat then <laughs> the term nervous Mardi Gras really uh, um, big beads carnival has has been the name of that festival for a longer time period and in those older days Lent was something you gave up meat for the entire forty day period mm-hmm. whereas now some people might choose to be that to be their thing to give up, right. but for the most part, for most practicing Catholics, um, it's like you can't eat it on Fridays, and so well, but you can think, still eat fish. Well, I think, so I think that, that evolved, and certain uh, sects of the uh, Catholic Church 
turned it into New Year's resolutions where what are you giving up for Lent, mm -hmm. right? And then uh, certain ones said, hey, I'm giving up Lent. I can't have it on the weekends. Right. Uh, and I think that that's very uh, specific to that church or mm -hmm. that, that group of that church. But it you know also I mean? still seems to be more of a modern outlook on something. Sure. Let me ask this question. So Ash Wednesday leads to Lent. Right or Ash Wednesday is Lent. Starts Lent. Ash Starts Wednesday Lent. is the beginning. So of if somebody was offering Mardi Gras celebrations on Thursday for cheaper prices, would you consider that a Lent trap? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were talking about how <laughs> fat. How did it become known as Fat Tuesday before Ash Wednesday? Um, well, the term Mardi Gras literally translates into Fat Tuesday. We're not going to be in We're going to call it overly overweight. It Tuesday. was a Catholic event <laughs> that Tuesday. marked the end of the week <laughs> of the seven fat days. Mm. Because you were taking in as much meat as you could before you had to give it up for the 40 days of so life. that's your final And that's, well, that's how, what it was in uh, France. That's how it became known that way. Yeah, this says it started in uh, nice France in 1294. Mm -hmm. Nice France. In a really nice part of France. <laughs> As opposed to mean France. Oh. Yeah. It's, I mean, I tell you, being down there during that time is, is uh, or being in New Orleans during that time, or even being anywhere in Louisiana, because even though they are the most prolific in uh, Mobile and New Orleans, uh, a lot of Louisiana cities have their own Mardi Gras celebrations. And just being anywhere down there, you see some really interesting stuff. So I guess just, just my thinking that New Orleans is associated with voodoo and voodoo and all that shit mm -hmm. and Baron Sumdi. That brings me back to thinking that that's linked into Mardi Gras when that has no association because so. Mardi Gras is literally Christianic as fuck. Although, you know, I've never really had much interest in going to New Orleans or Mobile for Mardi Gras. But the more I look into this today, kind of interested in going to France for Mardi Gras because in France, it's all about the food. I like food. Uh, crepes, waffles, like beignets um, are big popular things in France during the carnival season. Uh, yeah, all of those things sound fantastic What was to the me. second thing we said? Waffles. Crepes, waffles, and beignets? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is carb-heavy. That's, that's yeah, delicious. Mm -hmm. uh, Sounds delicious. All breakfast foods and carb-heavy. I wish I, I wish I had some beignets right now, honestly. I, I, you know, for us, and like looking at us in this in this room right now, all of us are ill prepared to eat beignets because we're gonna get white powder all yeah. over us everywhere. You know, a lot that's, of cocaine. Before I we the went before we went to New Orleans. Everybody's like Cafe Coco, Cafe Coco. Go to Cafe. No, Coco. Cafe Du Monde. Cafe Du Monde. Cafe Du Monde. Cafe, Cafe, Cafe Coco was in Nashville. Have a beignet at Cafe Du Monde. They sucked. <laughs> like, Cafe Du Monde was nothing either. special, and a beignet was absolutely nothing special. <coughs> it was dough with powdered sugar. That's Do you that's think maybe my family didn't like Mardi Gras because it's such a Christian holiday? Yeah, again, coming back to the fact that your fucking family is not Christian at all. They're more pagan. <laughs> what did y'all sacrifice on Mardi Gras? I don't think we did it. She just talked about eating a baby. Where do you no, think she got that No, it's a joke. We don't eat 
The only thing I remember is them setting out pictures of our dead family members. Sure. I don't see the connection for anything. And again, where, it, it, you, where were you at? When you were growing up, you were in North Alabama, mostly? Yeah, for the yeah. most part. Hartzell, Florence. Was there anything that was Mardi Gras up there? Yeah, I mean, they all celebrated Mardi Gras. They would do, like, the feud, that, like, three days and have things in the schools and stuff. I mean, when I was living up there, I wasn't very... It kicked into it. Or yeah, anything. I didn't I mean, go out and I look for stuff like that. Honestly, don't remember ever celebrating Mardi Gras or doing anything specific for Mardi Gras. For, for you, though, Brandy, you, you've got ties to the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah. I definitely grew up Catholic. I definitely remember Ash Wednesday and Lent and not and eating meat on eat, Fridays. And the thing is, is <laughs> when I was growing up, I mean, it's different now, um, but when I was growing up, when I was younger, we didn't really eat fish a lot in our house except for during Lent. Yeah. And a lot of the time, it was... Going to Captain D's or eating fish sticks. Oh. So, well, fish even, sticks. Even now, fish sticks. <laughs> am I getting fish? Uh, <laughs> I so even now in New Orleans and in, in uh, Mobile and and even Ocean Springs and Biloxi, like the areas on the coast, the fish places still have Mardi Gras specials mm-hmm. and Mardi Gras like family feast specials, and that's kind of kind of yeah. neat that they're like, hey, I know how to bank on this. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, you're talking about Catholic D's. That is so prolific in so many Catholic households. Yes, that they wouldn't eat there year round. No, but, but during Lent, money, you, you would know? eat there on Fridays. That's that's so what you was would it, do. Was it was fish the only meat that you could eat? Yes, because it wasn't considered a meat. Yes, so chicken, pork, beef. That's all. That. Yep. So basically, if you worked at that place, you needed to ask off for that day and make up that you were doing something else before your boss actually made the connection between. Wasn't that day that Lent last for oh, like days, a forty right? forty days? Forty days. It yeah. leads up until you Easter. Had to eat fish for forty days on Fridays. Oh, okay. That's how we did it in our church. It was only on Fridays that we had to give up meat. But you are supposed to give up something that you consider dear to you that would be hard for but you to give up for to the be full 40 days in Lent it was supposed to be giving up fish i mean well it's about it it's in relation to you know Jesus wandering through the desert for 40 days and not eating or drinking anything so that's celebratory or something it's a it's a form of fasting as you lead up to Easter, where you can then celebrate the resurrection, the resurrection. It just seems like a toss-off. Like, yeah, we're supposed to do this, but we're just going to do it on these days. Well, that's why that's why the doing. older versions of the celebration <coughs> where you were giving up meat for the entire time period. Yeah, and then people were like, "I don't really want to be that Christian. Let's just go light Christian." Like, isn't that like a betrayal of your own religious beliefs? And, and like now, I'm wondering, can you have the Impossible Whopper? So, because <laughs> it doesn't count as meat, right? Like, it just looks like, like meat. We've got if so it's many possible. <laughs> Happy impossible. There's an ancient um, holiday. It's a Roman holiday called uh, Parentalia. Parentalia, maybe, where it's a private celebration of the rights of the deceased family members. 
that was a really cute yarn. And that's that's the similarity to what you were talking about the celebration. Which seems like a more European version, and I hate to say it that way because European, European. Currently, yes, but that the right? So that's what what. I do for Dio de los Muertos. We we put up the pictures of our dead mm-hmm. uh, family members, hmm. yeah, the ones who passed away. That's that's that whole celebration. Uh, so it sounds like that's something that your family was doing, uh, celebrating Maybe. that in the same kind of way. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's good. Like, is there, is there anything else we want to cover? On the- I think I think that's good. I think yeah. we've nailed yeah. down Mardi Gras. Fuck Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> We hate you, Mardi Gras. It's all about the food. Pancakes. Eating babies. As all things, uh, everyone's interest is different, and, and some people find a lot of fun in this, and a lot of fun in, in like the balls, and some people really like parades. In the balls. In the balls. I find some people fun find in the balls. a lot of fun in the balls. <laughs> I would celebrate a parade where they're eating babies. It's just a modest proposal. Yeah. Scott, you can be keen. That's a literature reference. Okay, so I have to take Urza out because she is very demanding. So stay rotten. Show me your boobs for bees. Eat some babies on pancake day. (laughs) No, No. Stay rotten. Stay rotten. Oh, stay rotten. Don't go to Mardi Gras. Eat. Join us next time for another episode of Rotten Mornings.